I'm excited to get to today's guest, but first I want to tell you about our sponsor, CTC Math. Our family uses and loves CTC Math. So if you're looking for a great online math curriculum, visit ctcmath.com to sign up for your free trial. That's ctcmath.com. Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. I'm so glad you're with me today. We are playing some of our best of episodes because we are traveling right now and out on the road getting to meet many of you. It's so very exciting. So we hope that you will enjoy this episode. I'm sure it will bring you great encouragement. And also, if you are interested in supporting the ministry of Schoolhouse Rocked, go to schoolhouserocked.com and you'll see the Donate Here button. That's really a huge blessing to us to help support the travel and the ministry as we take Schoolhouse Rocked on the road. Now enjoy this best of episode of the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. Hey everyone, this is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. Today's episode is part two of my interview with Roxanne Parks. I know it'll be a great blessing to you. Enjoy. Let's talk now about your book, Are You Enough? Encouragement for the Overwhelmed and Exhausted Homeschool Mom. Because like we said at the beginning of the podcast, oftentimes this this is it. This is one of the number one reasons why moms often choose not to homeschool. They don't even consider it because they think they're not enough. And, And I was one who certainly thought that, you know, I've shared this on the podcast many times, but I hated school growing up. And when I say hated it, I mean, I literally despised anything academic. It was very difficult for me and, um, I just didn't, I I couldn't wait to be out of high school. I just wanted to be done with it. I never wanted anything to do with school again. And so the thought of homeschooling my kids was just, I mean, it wasn't even a consideration. I just was like, there's no way that I would torture myself by going back to school again and then teaching my kids. You know, I did not grow up as one of those little girls who aspired to be a teacher. I aspired to be a wife and a mom. That's what I wanted to do. And um, so then... I became a wife and a mom and um, God gave me these precious children. And then all of a sudden I find myself with really no other option but to homeschool. And and now I love it. And, and again, just as we were talking about before earlier, I'm not enough without Christ. He is enough in me and he is what he, he's the one who fills in all the gaps for me and even makes it possible for us to be able to do this. But talk about the book. Can you walk us through a little bit about how you encourage these these overwhelmed and exhausted moms who think that they're not enough and talk to that mom who's just like, nope, can't do it. I cannot homeschool. I'm not enough to do this. Okay. Well, Yvette, first off, there's two of us on this podcast and two out of two, which is 100%, of us didn't want to homeschool or didn't think we were enough to homeschool. Right. I think that's real common. It's a rare woman who um, absolutely dreams of homeschooling. I wasn't one of them either. And so my book kind of goes through four sections. It talks about beginning the journey. And for me, beginning the journey was uh, totally faith. I remember going, no way am I going to homeschool. First off, I thought those people were weird. Right. I mean, they baked their own bread. They had a vegetable garden. <laughs> they uh, knit sweaters or something. And I just remember thinking, oh, there's no way. I'm not going to I'm not going to do that. I'm not patient enough. I'm not smart enough. Mm-hmm. And I had this big I, 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 I. And then 
in praying it through, the Lord convicted me. It wasn't all about I, 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 I. It was a greater call on my family and on my life to do this. So when my husband said, I don't think we can homeschool because you don't know what year the War of 1812 was fought in. (laughs) (laughs) And what was so funny is that flew right over my head. I I didn't even understand the question, which was so sad. It was kind of funny, but it was sad because once I got that I didn't get that silly question, I remember going, see, case in point. (laughs) I am not enough to do this. I'm not smart enough and I'm not patient enough. So I had to wrestle with the idea of sufficiency right there. Mm-hmm. And then don't even talk about curriculum. I didn't even know what curriculum was. And I remember going to a mentor of mine who was uh, assigned to help me homeschool. And I went up to her and I said, what is curriculum? And I think she was like, homeschool, you don't know what curriculum is? I'm like, yeah, that's how bad it is. Anyway, so I had to get over that. And I remember going, okay, I am so convicted I should homeschool. And I'm so sure that I have no idea what I'm doing that, you know, I'm just going to hang on to the hem of the garment and Lord, you better show up and show off through me. And of course that's, he's absolutely willing to do that in our yeah. lives. Then we have to die to our agenda. So the book is about my, my overcoming my doubts to homeschool. Then all the confusion and the overwhelm. I can't believe we have to homeschool every kid every day every subject, every learning type, every personality type, good days, bad days. It's like, it was like, that's just way too much. So it's, it's about hanging on. And then there's a a section in the book called um, letting go. It says, hanging on, you hang on. And then you finally come to a place where you let go and either God redeems and restores what the locusts have eaten. Mm -hmm. In other words, those things you missed. Right. Or he, or he doesn't, and he's a God of his promises. So I just remember needing community to keep my sanity. And I needed people like you telling me that I'm okay. Cause you know, I think you're really okay a bit. <laughs> well, you thank you. Not, and I, you might think I'm really okay, but I'm not sure I'm okay all the time. So I got in a community. I thought that was very important to hanging on and to go in the course and then the whole letting go and the dying to perfectionism. Oh, that's a curse. And comparison. That's another. Mm, That's a big one. Oh, comparison and perfectionism will absolutely take your joy and make you quit. Yes. Cannot compare. Nobody else is supposed to be your children's mother. That's right. And nobody else is going to homeschool them like you and nobody's supposed to. And you know what? God wasn't confused when he assigned you to do this job. Hmm. And and who loves our kids better than us? That's right. If, I like what a friend of mine um, said to me. She says that she believed that if we could teach them character and reading, writing, and arithmetic, that they could figure everything else out. Right. I, I don't know that I agree with all that, but <laughs> the whole premise of discipling our kids and yeah. teaching them character and finding their um, niche in the body of Christ and their giftings and their skills, and then almost letting them launch into this voracious appetite that God has called them to learn something that they love, uh, a skill or a gift to give. Anyway, navigating all that was just um, one day at a time, one moment at a time, one encouraging word from a friend at a time, 
one encouraging day with the Lord at a time, one dying to live at a time. And then finally, at the end of the book, I talk about, let's see, I, I talked about the beginning uh, of faith. I talked about hanging on. A lot of us don't want to hang on. And then I talked about letting go, which is dying to perfectionism and comparison. And and then my last part of the book talks about peace in the journey. And that's what I want for all of our listeners. I want a woman to walk in peace. She's just better being a peaceful soul and better living in freedom. And so I talk about peace and peace came after the letting go, not before. Are you struggling with managing homeschooling your child on a day-to-day basis? BJU Press has a new homeschool planner that can simplify your homeschooling. With BJU Press Homeschool Hub, you can see your child's work for each day, track grades and grade assignments all in one organized system. The BJU Press Homeschool Hub can make your experience more manageable and more enjoyable. You can have the resources you need for painless planning and happy homeschooling. Visit BJUPressHomeschool.com to see how the Hub can improve your homeschooling. Parents everywhere are waking up to the fact that God is calling them to teach their children His Word. BibleQuest gives you a plan and resources to do just that, using the incredibly effective classical model. Help your students memorize biblical information through games and scripture memory songs. Build their understanding with easy-to-use Bible discussions. Mentor them to wise doers and sharers of the Word. Biblical knowledge, understanding, and wisdom for a lifetime. Try four weeks free at BibleQuestClassical.com forward slash rocked. R-O-C-K-E-D. That's BibleQuestClassical.com forward slash rocked. R-O-C-K-E-D. Chapter 11 is actually titled Surrendering All to Stand on His Promises. And that's what we were talking about in the first part of the podcast. Yeah, a friend of mine, Lisa Turkhurst, just wrote a book recently called It Wasn't Supposed to Be This Way. Yeah. (laughs) And I feel like there are some things in your homeschool journey that you just want to go, no, it wasn't supposed to be this way. Yeah. Actually, that happens with your marriage and your parenting. Forget homeschooling. It happens with all of them. Sure. And uh, I just think... If God um, is just a God of his promises, and that's our solid ground. And it wasn't supposed to be this way because God's mind is not the mind of man. And he's really got for us more than we could hope or imagine. And generally, it's with um, a beautiful, (laughs) you and I have already said it before, a beautiful dying to live. It's kind of a letting go of the... Uh, as I mentioned, the control freak. And it's really pride of man. We want to be in control. Right. We want to make sure we have a perfect marriage and we have perfect children and we have a perfect schedule. And honestly, all we can do every day is love our people to the best we can and do the best we can. And we simply have to trust God with the best. Yeah, that's right. And and show up. That's one thing. Um, we interviewed up. Connie Albers for the movie and um that was one of the things that she said that continues to just play over and over in my mind just show up just show up and trust god and he's gonna he's gonna do this you know you i mean we certainly have to show up and be you know present emotionally um as well as as physically but show up and and let god do his work and again then he gets all the glory for it it's it's a (laughs) win-win that's exactly right well one of the biggest game changers of my whole life has been um, the game-changing power of gratitude. Hmm. And many years ago, when I was in a huge 
a slump of, of just the journey. And life was really hard and beautifully breaking me. <laughs> Ooh, did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> did I say beautifully. beautifully. I think I did. Oh, gosh. Did I really? I would never want to be the woman I was before I went through this season of brokenness. But uh, gratitude was just such a great antidepressant for my life. And I studied what the word had to say about, you know, he, he does say in all things, give thanks. He does not say for all things to give thanks, but in all of them, give thanks. And I got where I started recording my thanks in a um, gratitude journal. I was inspired by uh, Ann Voskamp's Camp's book, A Thousand Gifts. And I started uh, recording my thanks. And I, after I got to a thousand, I decided I was going to go to a couple thousand. And what I realized is a grateful heart cannot exist with an anxious heart hmm. you know one of the other is going to exist so just when you said that your friend said just show up mm-hmm. i would say my biggest game changer is give thanks in all things give thanks yeah. the word also says lean not on your own understanding so you don't have to understand what's going on to give thanks you just have to trust a trustworthy one so a few years ago i penned a statement and i put it on my wall and it says I choose a confident trust. No, I choose a quiet um, rest and a confident trust in the trustworthy one. And Mm -hmm. I think once I decided he either is or isn't trustworthy and I was or wasn't going to give thanks, it it just changed my life and it kind of helped me let go. So that whenever I'm depressed now, whenever I'm stressed now, whenever I have an anxious heart, I know that I need to change into the eternal perspective mode and thank God for whatever he's doing, even though I don't always understand. Yeah. And gratitude's really been a game changer for me. Yeah, that is a great reminder. I was just talking to my girls about this the other day. We were talking about uh, just responsibilities around the home, you know, be it laundry or dishes or, you know, what whatever it is, cleaning the bathroom. And, and I was saying one of the things that has helped me tremendously, like you over the past several years, is if, if I'm doing laundry, instead of grumbling about doing laundry, praise God that we've got clothes to wear and praise God we have a washing machine and a dryer to, to wash and dry them with. And if we're doing dishes, praise God that we have dishes and food to put on them. If I have to go to Walmart, for goodness sake praise God that I get to go to Walmart and that he's provided the finances that I have in order for us to buy food so that we can feed our family. And and it really is all about perspective. And if we change our perspective and, and we have a God perspective, um, it, it really does change a lot. Um, so yes, thank so you. Have you read Anne's book too? Because you sound like you've read Anne's book. I have not, actually. There's a lot of there's a lot of things produced on gratitude. Okay. And I think why there's so many things produced on gratitude is it is such a game changer for me. Yeah. It, it it's gotta be in the top two or three things that I believe a woman can do to totally change her game. Yeah. Well, and and with homeschooling, praise God that we have the freedom to have our children home with us because it hasn't always been this way. You know, we've we've no. talked a lot about that. And um, homeschooling has not been legal for very long in this country and um, certainly not in all 50 states. And so praise the Lord that we have the freedom still today and we need to continue to fight for that freedom, which is why we continue to work alongside state leaders and HSLDA and people like that. 
uh, because we need to keep that freedom, but we have it now. And so praise God that we have that. And let's continue to be grateful for it. So we are out of time for the podcast, but thank you so much, Roxanne, for your encouragement. We will link to the book um, in the show notes and to your website and all things Roxanne Parks. And thank you for your encouragement today. And thank you for letting me be just real and vulnerable with you and um, with the audience as well. And by the way, I, I hope I didn't come across that any of those people ever make me feel guilty. <laughs> um, you know, I have a great husband who is incredibly encouraging and supportive and um you know, two amazing girls and we do this thing as a family. But um, oftentimes I just, I, I hear that little enemy sitting on my shoulder saying, nope, nope, you're not doing this right. You're not doing this right. You're not doing this right. And I need to be reminded um, that the Lord is enough and uh, that's right. and and not feel guilty about all the things that I'm constantly grappling with. So, so thank you again um, for those listening to the podcast. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I hope you have a great homeschooling day today. Give your kids a big, huge hug today and tell them that you are thankful for them. Um, it, I know I ask this all the time and, and some of you do, um, but if you would stop what you're doing for just a minute, go to iTunes, go to reviews and leave a review for the podcast. That is a huge blessing to us. It's not because we want to have all these pats on the back and have people, you know, tell us how amazing the podcast is. It's because the more reviews we have, the more people will be exposed to the podcast. And uh, it just kind of moves us up in the ranks of podcasts on education, on homeschooling, on parenting, things like that. So it really, really does make Make a difference, and um, and also if he, if the Lord puts it on your heart to support the ministry of Schoolhouse Rocked financially, the Lord provides for us through people like you. So if you would pray about that, and if the Lord puts it on your heart to help support us financially, we would greatly appreciate that. You can go to Schoolhouse Rocked. Dot com and you'll see right on the front of the page you can see the trailer and then there's a button that is easy to click on and you can actually make a tax deductible donation to do that so um, anyway Roxanne thank you you are a blessing it's been so much fun getting to know you thanks a bunch of it I enjoyed talking to you as well thank you so much all right you guys have a great day and we'll see you back next week What we do at IEW is break through the, the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com.